Like being on a mission, searching in wonder, so are the games of our lives. You see it. A new episode of Games of Our Lives is up. It fills you with determination. These are the games of our lives. Super Mario and Pokemon and all the games that took us to another place and made us want to keep playing all night. Welcome, everybody, to the Games of Our Lives podcast. My name is Bill, of course, accompanied, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend, Tony. Appreciate you. No, I appreciate you. <laughs> uh, happy whatever day it is. Thursday? Friday? Saturday? Uh, imaginary day? It doesn't matter, because it's Undertale Day here at the Games of Our Lives podcast. Maybe talking about one of the newest games uh, that we'll probably ever talk about in this show. <laughs> Hard to find them that good these days. Impressive we're talking about a game that's only six years old. Yeah, it's just that good. Spoiler alert, it's a good game. It's a pretty good game. If it, if it wasn't good, we would save it for the wag of the finger. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about good series. We've been talking about good series so far. It's I think there there got to be a couple... Um, you know, bad episodes or good. They're all. I mean, they're all good. Couple of poopers in there. Couple of good episodes about bad games. Exactly. But we'll get there. Maybe. We'll get there. Right now, we're riding yeah. the, the good game train. All aboard. Choo the choo. GG, the GGT baby choo. We on that GGT. But before we get to the GGT train ride that we're all excited for, let's talk about the news. I don't have a good way to get into that one yet, but we'll figure it out. Listen. <laughs> You know who else doesn't know how to figure it out yet? Nintendo. King Segway. Nintendo Switch Online is live, and people are already having problems with it. Some of the issues that we've seen are that people are having issues with input lag. People are having issues with just online connectivity in general. Uh, Apparently, the way the online works, you can only have a single controller play online. So for Mario Kart, you can't go like 2v2s. You can only sign one person into the online to race. So you can only have one racer online, which I guess is fine, but it's a little weird. And I guess some of the games are having just trouble with like rendering and stuff like that. I guess Ocarina of Time specifically has been having like trouble rendering like fog. So whatever emulator Nintendo's using, they should probably hit up the Project 64 guys and get this uh, situated. <laughs> Not mean. Uh, Tony, what are your thoughts on the Nintendo Switch rollout for live? Honestly. The thought is going through my head. I almost feel bad for Nintendo, but let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think that they're doing this stuff, the mistakes, the things that they just can't do right with... They make beautiful, wonderful games. They have our souls. They have everything they want out of us. But they just are so bad with online stuff in, in certain things like this so consistently. I feel badly because I think maybe they're just not good enough to figure it out. But then I'm like, that's absurd to think. Like, they could hire anyone. They could figure that out so easily. Is that is that kind of ignorant of me to think that maybe they can't fix it? Or do you think it's them just not feeling like fixing it or even doing it on purpose? I, I wonder if it starts at the top. And some of the people who are in Nintendo, like, who have been there for a long time, maybe 
maybe the world has passed them by a little bit. Looking mm. at you, Shiggy. Um, <laughs> like maybe, maybe, just maybe, like these these boomers in power right now are not necessarily up to snuff when it comes to doing online stuff or having an online presence or like the importance of internet connectivity. And honestly, like how much better is Nintendo Switch online compared to the Wii's online? <laughs> like, guess what? It was terrible playing Brawl online and it's almost equally as terrible playing, you know, Smash Ultimate online. And I think that's, I think that's a really damning statement about Nintendo's online capabilities. The fact that they're charging $30 for the availability of Nintendo 64 games is looking like a like worse and worse every day. Yep. 100% nailed it. That is a lot. And $50 a year. Although, watched a YouTube video. Uh, I guess, if, I don't know if this is accurate or not. It had some likes, so maybe it is accurate. But, um... Nintendo's still going to get their money, but if you want to try to take advantage of it as best as you can, you could do the family plan, which is $80 for a year, but you can sign up eight different people. They don't have to be in the same household or anything, I don't believe. So you can Correct. really get it for 10 bucks a year. Nintendo's still making out like crazy, but aside from that, if we want to play what we want to play on that console and online and stuff, then uh, that's not bad, but apparently it's still bad because it's like spending $10 on nothing if you're not going to play it at all, um, which kind of seems like how it is right now with how bad it is. Right. I uh, I think the family plan, you hit it right on the head. I think you're going to see a lot of people move over to the family plans if they haven't already. And the fact that you can get, even if you get four people on the family plan, you're still capping out at $20, which is what you were paying already for Nintendo Switch Online if you were just a single-player, single-payer user. It works both ways on that one. We take those. Uh, but I, you, you nailed it. I think that's the way to go is go for these family plans. I think because the Animal Crossing DLC is going to be attached to it, I'm going to end up getting it on November 5th when the DLC comes out. So I probably will single player yolo it in unfortunately but moving forward if there's no dlc attached to it then i don't see a reason not to get the family plan dude i'll get the family plan with you if you want we can gather some heads let's do it Ooh, ooh. if you want if you want that's not a bad idea that's not a bad idea guess what i've been talking to a couple other people about this exact thing oh namely our our boy maddie but oh yeah really yeah so hey might be doable i think so right you save a few bucks and uh then we could, I don't know, then we have some great uh, podcast content. You know, we could really talk about how bad it is. This is just from what we're hearing. I mean, I don't have it. I don't right. think you have it. And, you know, once, well, you just said you're going to get it on November 5th. So <laughs> you don't have it. And, uh, but, yeah, now we could actually, like, back it up, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> experience the the awfulness for ourselves. That's, that's very true. I can't wait to lag through Mario Kart 64 against you. All I think about. That's the only reason I want a Nintendo Switch Online, and if it's that bad. And I notice there's, of course, I gotta bring I'm, it up, no ranking system or anything for Mario Kart. It looks like you just play some random Mario Kart games. Like, that's fun. Yeah. That's fine. And uh, I still want to see how good the people are online and whatnot. But, like, if it's laggy, then now there's nothing. Now I'm just like, what? You know what I'm gonna do? Yeah. Because, just, just to make you, like, miserable. 
I am Thank going you. to take my Nintendo Switch. I'm going to put it into handheld mode. I'm going to walk to, like, the furthest corner of my apartment from the router <laughs> and play it like that. Just with the most shoddy internet, <laughs> clipping through walls and shit. I don't know what's going to happen. You are not a nice boy. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll be like literally like hardwired into the switch and be like, no, I like I swear I don't know what's happening. It's just this Walmart connection I got. I don't know. <laughs> Statement stands. You're just not a nice boy in general. You know who else isn't a nice boy? Talk to me. Halo support. Because <laughs> after January thirteenth, twenty twenty two, they are pulling the plug. Halo on Xbox three sixty will be no more in an online setting as of january 13th although i will say 2022 that's 15 years of <laughs> of uh support so that's pretty good a 15 year run is not bad now that i'm thinking about it that's just for 360 that just for 360 oh man I... so like xbox one and xbox series x will still have support wow this wow that's uh but that's end of an era right there like halo 3 that that was the only Halo game that I played. Wow. Yeah, mine was Halo 2. I mean, I played 3 in Region 4, but... Probably had 100-plus hours in that game, too. Loved it. I mean, Halo 3 was so good that people who don't even play shooters loved Halo. Oh, yeah, we could definitely do a Halo episode. <laughs> it's true. For sure. <laughs> um, but it is, yeah, that's... Uh, wow, yeah, just an end of an era. That's crazy. 15 years, it's... Uh, wow. 360 man that's crazy it's like not i'm not like happy or sad about it because it doesn't really hit me too hard like right. on a daily basis i don't play that anymore but i remember playing it and I, I i guess i can't believe people still play it but i can believe it but now that you say it and, and that it's coming to an end i'm like oh wow all right that's a uh, t- tip of the hat to a good it's like Derek cheater you know but like half as good as Derek cheater kind of like in his career right <laughs> only Halo's only half as good as Derek Jeter's career. Dude, Jeter's a monster, bro. Halo's. I don't know. Halo Halo's a multi-billion dollar franchise. <laughs> it's a multi-billion a dollar man. Is he a multi-billion? He might be, honestly. He does that's hard work right there. But no, Halo, I would definitely like throw him off a cliff to save a copy of Halo too. You know what I mean? Like sorry, Derek. No, I'm just kidding, dude. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> He's not kidding. <laughs> man. No, it's no. I'm going. I'm going for my man. But love Halo Two, one of my top three games of all time. Don't let me, um, you know. It's, it's great. It's a great game. Yeah, top five, top five. Speaking of throwing people off a cliff, though, there's a famous rapper who might be getting tossed very soon. We have infamous leaker, video game leaker, Snoop Doggy Dog. announced like on like a random interview that he said yeah dr dre's working on a new grand theft auto game like snoop just said that for free did not have to did not have to break that but he did what doesn't that man do man snoop is a legend rap for one thing (laughs) just kidding just kidding that's a whole nother episode um that's a whole nother podcast snoop dogg could legitimately show up at any concert in the world and people be like yeah i get it (laughs) <laughs> like any genre of music like it could be like you know mountains of men or whatever that band is that like indie band and they're like oh they're touring with snoop yeah i get it weezer <laughs> touring with snoop yeah i get it 
How like it, the, it actually would be weird if you like just toured like on a hip hop like tour at this point. <laughs> <laughs> what a life! What a what a what a character he is, huh? Man, he might be the main character. <laughs> like if, if we're all NPCs, Snoop Dogg might be the main character. <laughs> And I'd be okay with that. I can't, can't even be upset about that, can I? No, he's wow. great. Yeah, no, he's... Uh, if that's what the aliens are, are watching or playing in The Sims, if that's their character, then, like, that's fine. I know how I play in GTA, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bring it full circle. Like, I'm, I'm not... Yeah, no, sometimes I'll stop at a stop sign, you know, or a stoplight or something. <laughs> Once in a while, I'll play real slow. If my girlfriend's watching me, I'll just be like, you know, take my time, yeah. you know, right on red, make sure no one's coming, and just, like, really wait for someone to break the rules, and then I exactly. let them have it, more or less. Easy peasy. Last piece of news. Maybe the most important piece of news <laughs> for longtime listeners. You may remember, uh, episode two, we talked about Super Smash Brothers, and Tony put out basically a wish list of all the fighters he wanted. Well... Some of those characters are about to come true, Tony, because uh, there's a new game from NetherRealm Game, NetherRealm Games. It is a Warner Brothers crossover platform fighter. It's been confirmed that it is a real game that does exist. Uh, it's a quote tag team game, which I don't know if that means it's more like a like a Marvel versus Capcom type thing where mm. you have like you pick a main fighter. And then you like, or you pick a team of fighters, and you can swap between them, which is kind of cool. But you want to take a guess? Like, there's a list of like six or seven confirmed characters. Uh, you want to take a guess as to uh, who's in the game? This is all of Warner Brothers. Yes. Oh my god! All right, I, there's there's one character that comes in my head, and I had to literally think about it because I don't even know if it's Warner Brothers or not. So I'm, you're either going to go, yep, he's in it, that's obvious, or you're going to go, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> like, you are so far away. I'm going to say Bugs Bunny. So Bugs Bunny is not one of the confirmed characters <laughs> on this list. Oh, my God. You know what would be great, though? <laughs> if, if like, LeBron James ends up being a character in the game. Oh, my God. Tag because he was in Space Jam. Is are uh, is Looney Tunes? <laughs> yes, Looney Tunes is literally Warner Brothers. Okay, all right. What am I thinking of? That's Disney then. Bugs as a fighter would make sense, but here are the characters that, according to this leaker, have been confirmed in the game. Absolutely ridiculous. We've got Shaggy from Scooby Doo, <laughs> Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, Tom and Jerry, Batman, Fred Flintstone, Mad Max, Harry Potter, and Ron Weasley. <laughs> And Johnny Bravo. <laughs> what the Ending hell is it with this? Harry Potter and Ron Weasley, and then saying Johnny Bravo is like, all right, this is an absolute shit show. <laughs> <laughs> like it is a fever dream in maybe the worst way. Wow, that sounds like <clears throat> like shit. There's no other way to say uh, it. <laughs> So, so I I haven't played uh, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, but it from what I can tell, it looks fine, whatever. But it's not surprise surprisingly, it's not going to usurp the throne from Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. 
Apparently Sora in Smash is gonna keep it alive for another six years until the next <laughs> Smash comes out. I don't know. When you can have Shaggy and Batman against Harry Potter and Johnny Bravo. <laughs> I'm just um, not sure that Snoop Dogg wasn't the one who leaked this list. <laughs> Um, yeah, I hate Scooby-Doo, so <laughs> when the first character is Shaggy, I'm I'm out, you know what I mean? <laughs> just just off the bat, you're done. Done. But that's, you know, but there are characters in, I guess there are a couple characters in Ultimate that I don't like. Bugs and Daffy could make their way in. I don't really like Looney Tunes either, honestly. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a big Warner Brothers guy, um... Maybe the Animaniacs? Eh, they were alright. They were alright. I was really on watching them. Maybe a a Chrysler Sebring could make its way to the list. Warmer. Warmer. We're getting there. We're getting there. But uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, We'll obviously be keeping a close eye on this nightmare. Let's not. Let's forget (laughs) about it. (laughs) I think think absolutely what's going to happen. (laughs) Yeah, MVC (laughs) will still reign supreme in the tag team fighting games. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I I don't know why. Like, we don't need this game. I'm I'm sure they could look at the, the Super Smash Bros. Nickelodeon game and be like, you know what? Maybe the world doesn't need six Super Smash Brothers platform fighters. It, like, we don't. Like, I don't even have time for Super Smash Brothers, and that's the good one. <laughs> you think I'm yeah. going to make time for Johnny Bravo versus Shaggy? Like, zoinks, my guy. Ooh. Wow. Right in the face. But I'm, I'm done talking about bad games, and I'm here to talk about a bad movie. Uh, Pixar's got a new movie coming out called buzz lightyear and it is just weird <laughs> didn't expect it didn't see it coming looks weird it'll probably be good but i don't even know that i'm gonna watch it. it it's not toy story 5 it's it's just a guy in a spacesuit in space movies i don't know man they're not for me I'm running out of ways to disregard things on this podcast because <laughs> <laughs> that's I got not literally nothing for that. Not a joke. Not a not a whimper. Not a scoff. I mean, I my 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 tank is empty for stuff like then, that. Then then let's let's just jump into the game of the week because because this this news was <clears throat> interesting to say the least. Uh, <laughs> actually, interesting to say the most. <laughs> it's a rough news week but we're making up for it with one of the greatest games of the last decade for sure we're talking about toby fox's undertale now undertale normally on this show we talk about games that you know shaped who we are as gamers from our past but this game's a little bit different because it's pretty new and i played the game personally back in about 2017, 2018, so it was a little bit of a post-hype gameplay. Tony played the game for the first time this week, if I'm if I'm saying this correctly, Tony. Actually, it's... I hate to say it, it's probably like a six-and-a-half-hour game, I think, the, my first playthrough, but it's taken me like a solid, like, 
six months to a year to actually play through the whole thing just because of how little I, I went back to it. And I don't know why that it was just me being lazy, honestly. Um, but with that being said, this is this game games shaped us the games of our lives that have shaped us this game shaped me currently this is such a such a good game this is a 10 yeah. out of 10 let's just come out and say it. this is a, a, an yeah, unbelievable this... game and i plan on playing it through again this time it will be probably it another a week straight up 10 out of 10 game uh the game just for those who are unaware it is a uh, a 2d rpg game made by toby fox um, it is available on literally every platform at this point in time. It originally came out as a Steam game, but it's it's everywhere. It is a game that looks very similar, uh, very similar visual energy to games like uh, Earthbound, I think is like a common thing, but there's also a lot of like bullet hell elements to it. And there are a handful of ways that you can play the game in that. There are multiple endings based on decisions that you make in the game. And Tony and I actually went through two different versions of the game based on our story decisions. And it, it's uh, it's just something real, real special. The music is absolutely incredible. Uh, one of the best soundtracks I've heard maybe in my life. And the, the writing is beautiful. The... The visuals, as simple as they are, like, all are very striking. And, dang. I mean, outside of the cursed fan base, which we can get into, uh, it's such a good game. Now, Tony, uh, by the way, we are going to cover some spoilers in this. So if you haven't played the game, maybe go play it. It's like $10. And it's <laughs> only six hours long. It's beautiful. Uh, Tony... Tell, take us through your experience, having uh, freshly gone through it. Well, wow. Well, first, first of all, let me agree with everything that you said. I think the, I would say the visuals are the, the worst part of the game, but I care so little about that because of how good everything else is. Everything else, 10 out of 10. The writing, the humor is good in it, um, which I think is hard for, for games to do at points without being really corny. It's... Uh, Wow, yeah, the fighting, the the, the mini game style fighting with the bullet hells and the the timing based stuff, that's great. The uh, oh, the, the the thinking, the combat system, the writing, just everything. The music, the music. Like, Toby Fox is not a company, mind you. Toby Fox is a, a single a human guy. man. <laughs> like that's that is unbelievable. Tip of the hat, automatic tip for that. Um, but yeah, basically uh. I finished the game last week, played the last hour and a half or so, and it is, uh, this is gonna get deep. Let me, let me preface this whole episode, this whole segment of, of how deep it's gonna get. Um, basically, now how, how much are we giving away here? Are we, we taking them from the very beginning through? Which I'm a little hazy on the beginning, so there's gonna be some, uh, so, corners cut. So I could jump in with the beginning here. So in the beginning, you uh, you play as this child named Frisk, uh, and you fall down into the the world of monsters, basically the underground, as it's called. And you're the whole plot of the game is for you to escape the underground to get back to the human world. And through this adventure, you come into encounters with all sorts of monsters, 
Uh, they're all monsters, technically, who live down here. And in a lot of situations, you end up in uh, battles with them where you can either fight them or you can spare them. And a lot of the story is molded by your decisions to fight or spare uh, enemies or, char or characters in the game. And this carries from the very first enemy in the game all the way to the final boss. So uh, there, are, there are versions of this game where you can spare every single character or fight every single character. And there's a bunch of area in the middle that's gray. So your first encounter is with a very motherly character named Toriel. And she's basically your tutorial for the for the underground and everything starts there and you just kind of make your way through this this wild crazy underground area you know running into monsters and meeting all these wild goofballs <laughs> as i've grown to to know them as the you know you're escaping certain characters who are out to get you there are certain characters who are out to befriend you and you know, depending on how these battles go, you, you might hurt one of them. And that's a bad, bad thing for me. <laughs> now, Tony, what what was your path through this game? Kill Torian instantly. <laughs> <laughs> when when you killed Toriel, how did you feel? Um... <laughs> oh, I feel like an evil villain, but... but <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst way to start this, because anyone listening that, that has turned it off by now after hearing that is like, well, of course, um, yeah, he, just, he doesn't care. But that's not true, and I don't assume that you're saying that, but if anyone is, I hope you hear me out. I uh, I thought about this game very, pretty deeply while I was playing it, right from the get-go, and... Uh, I try to make it as real as possible to me, scenario-wise, even though you're playing as... I, I guess it's a, a young kid, but, like, I, I'm, I'm playing the scenarios, I'm a vegetarian, I try to treat all life equally, I want nothing but peace, and, uh, as a kid that gets dropped in a hole, you're unaware, trust level, zero, right now, so, if someone's trying to help me, that's fine, but then... I appreciate it, and I'm like, all right, they seem genuinely good. But then it gets to a point where I'm trying to leave, and Toriel wouldn't let me. And then that gets to a point where it's... I, I think, do you have... You have an encounter before her, right? If I'm not mistaken? You have a couple encounters? Uh, before you fight Toriel? Yeah. Yes. There's okay. a couple of... Uh... A couple of uh, enemies that you meet, and uh, a couple of... I think there's also, like, a training dummy. The dummy was funny. I think I remember. But she's effectively she's effectively the first boss of the game. That's fair. That's fair. Well, well before... All right, so before I even f finish that... Sorry to cut you off. Did you want to keep going? No, no, no. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. I remember this was all my girlfriend. She was like, you got to play this game. I played it a while ago. I want to see how you would play it. And I'm like, oh, that's 
really cool that she wants to see like how I would play a game. I wonder what kind of game it is, like what kind of experience it is, and for it to be this game, like the Earthbound-esque, like unbelievably written, amazing game, like tip of the hat to her. And uh, tip of the hat. <laughs> and uh, you know, now I understand why after having played it because this is such a, a thinker so it's like wanting to see how someone would play i mean i could want to see how you play mario kart but now i understand like how i want you know she wants to see me play and right off the rip i think the first you know encounter i was like oh you could spare them you don't have to kill them so it's like all right nothing wrong with that no why am i just gonna kill something who knows if it's actually attacking me or not you know but then i think by the second or third encounter they were it was like a frog and it uh i don't want to say and this is where it gets deep like where's the happy medium in something like this like in real life my line is if someone were to put their hands on me that's like crossing the line where i feel like self-defense is okay um how that translates into a game if something is attacking me putting damage on my character that i feel like that's the equivalent except maybe in a game maybe in real life too see this is a a weird one how lenient are you going to be with someone attacking you either in a game or in real life at some point i think you have to defend yourself if you think that you don't want to just like get knocked out or if it's like life versus life and in survival you know and you want to live and continue to live your life and some something or somebody or an animal is threatening that what's you know what are you gonna do so having said all that in the game i'm like this thing is threatening me i have to survive now you know what i mean right yeah so i killed the frog then fast forward tutorial and uh you know, I wanted to go. I was like, all right, I don't know where I am in real life. I got to get out. Please let me go. And it's just like, now it's it's less of a motherly, I'm trying to help you scenario. Like, that's the vibe I got from it. And more of a, no, like, I'm not like, I don't know you. You know what I mean? I just met you. You're trying to be nice, but trust is real hard to give. So I'm just like, right. I got to do what's best for me. And I, uh, I fought her and I killed her. And, and after that, the game was shaped a certain way and um it was basically those happy mediums throughout you know of uh, i don't know how happy killing something is but basically just mediums throughout of uh this thing doesn't need to kill me okay these things are attacking me why is everything always doing damage to me like i need to get out of here i don't trust any of this like down to the final boss who just like gives you the big story and is like spare me you know and i'm just like I don't trust you, you know what I mean? You were just trying to kill me sure. a minute ago. The only reason you're saying to spare you is because you're on your, you know, your last leg. So I killed him, and then the final, final boss, um, you know, had some slick words at the end. I was like, of course you're going to say something like that. You're not, you know, you're not past me. There's like, I knew you had it in you, and I was, I had like an anime moment. I was like, I knew you were going to say that. Boom, like, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> but like... <laughs> Yeah, that was that was my experience, and in amidst all that, that that's that's the 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 core and the the depth to the game. I mean, that is covered in a a sugary, chocolatey, creamy, delicious ball of just 
comedy, in good fighting system, in a nice little overworld with just insane game, insane feeling, vibe, music, characters. Oh, the characters. Bill, talk to me about it, bro. Just to just to add one thing to what you said, this is a game where every single battle that you take part in matters in some way or another because if you do kill even one like n inconsequential enemy, you cannot partake in what's called the the true pacifist route, uh, which shows all of the characters. Here's a, a little bit of a spoiler for you if you're cool with that, Tony. Oh yeah, go ahead. Basically, all of the main characters that you uh, came across during the whole story of the game, which includes some of the most incredible characters in video games, you have Papyrus and Sans, the Skeleton Brothers. Sans, I mean, Sans needs no introduction. He is, he is Undertale, really. <laughs> um, then you have characters like Undyne, who is this fierce warrior. You have Alphys, who's the royal scientist and uh, a closet weeb, um, <laughs> and really, really has trouble keeping that closet door shut. Because, <laughs> like, every single time she talks, she's like, well, I'm talking about, you know, Mad Mew Mew Kitty anime season two. And then you have a, a robot who's out to kill you at some point, Metaton. And then at the end of the game, if you are in the true pacifist run, you do not battle against the character Sans. Uh, Sans is an optional boss battle in this game. Uh, Tony, did you end up fighting Sans? No, he actually is the the true final boss if you take the genocide route. Right. So he is. If you do the genocide route, which has you kill every single character that you come across, including like running through each area and encountering enough random encounters to kill all of the monsters in each area. Yeah, you, you really will have fight to go against, out of your way to do it. You will fight against Sans. Now, the cool thing about Sans is that he is the best boss music in video game history. <laughs> um, and I personally will never, ever encounter that song in a game because I can't bring myself to play the genocide route because I wouldn't want to hurt sweet baby boy Papyrus ever. <laughs> Like, he's just, he's too dorky and lovable that I just cannot bring myself to do that to him. Uh, the only person that I, like, I felt like almost like I may have to fight them is Asgore. Like, he's mm. definitely, like, the least, uh, I don't know, like, at at the point in time in the game, you're like, man, like, he is a scary dude, and it looks like he's not going to break. But you can, with the pacifist route, choose to spare everybody including the true final boss of the pacifist route which is uh like omega flowey now flowey is a a mean bean character that you meet at the very beginning of the game he's the first quote enemy that you encounter and he tries to tries to hurt you and it's pretty scary because he at first he's like this cute little flower boy and then he gets like a skull face and you're like what is happening here <laughs> And then, uh, and then at the end of the game, it turns out that inside Flowey is the soul of Asriel, who is the son of Asgore and Toriel, and he is—he has actually an incredible boss theme too. Did you end up fighting Asriel? 
No. <laughs> yeah, I fought, uh... Like, once you uh, fought Asgore, was it over? No, it was Asgore, and then it was Flowey, and then it was the... Like, the un- MS crazy Paint creation? Yeah, the crazy, crazy, like, final form, like, an insane, like, the game is, like, deleted and saved and stuff, like, that was, <laughs> I was like, this is, this is crazy. Frippy final boss. Yeah, I'm just like, man, this game did nothing wrong. Like, <laughs> like everything is so good. What a good game. Can't say, I cannot stress it enough. What a good game. But no, I didn't fight um, Asriel. So in the pacifist run, I, th- I th- it might just be the pacifist run that you encounter Asriel in this fight. But when you defeat Flowey, uh, you can choose to spare him at the end and then he starts fighting you as Asriel and the music gets like really intense and then there's like a whole uh, very similar to what happens in like the big flowy fight where like everybody's like souls come together and they're like oh we're gonna root for you and the power of friendship and blah 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 um, <laughs> and like the power of friendship ends up winning of course Always as, does. It sh- as it should come on but <laughs> But the fact that you can go through and, you know, depending on what characters you interact with, like, for example, if you end up sparing uh, Undyne and Papyrus and Alphys, you can encounter, like, a uh, mini dating simulator. <laughs> and you can end up, like, taking Papyrus on a date, which is <laughs> hilarious. It's such a good, like, like, you should just, like, watch the YouTube video of it. It's so great. <laughs> um, but then, like, Undyne and Alphys end up dating each other. It's, like, a whole thing. And, like, <laughs> then you have, like, the whole Toriel and Asgore thing, which is truly tragic. If There are there are playthroughs where, like, Toriel may be, like, the only casualty because the way they do the Toriel boss fight is kind of like a gotcha moment. Yeah. Because when you're fighting Toriel, you're doing, like, little chunks of damage at a time. But... Like, the last two hits that you do against Toriel are, like, super double critical hits that deal, like, one half of her health bar. So, it's really easy to accidentally kill Toriel. Mm. Because she only takes, like, four hits to kill. Mm. Uh, And it's kind of like a, oh, shoot, moment. And it's crazy because, like, characters will remind you of your decisions throughout the game too like different characters have different texts based on like which characters you've spared and killed and like some characters will like legitimately be like afraid of you if you've killed certain people but it's 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 the the lore goes so deep because we're not even through talking about half of the main characters (laughs) i'm it's 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 almost one of those games that you just want to be like, you just need to experience it for yourself. So much content in there, like it, for a, it's not like a ton of content, but it's just like, for the amount of content in it, it's all like high quality. Just like, wow, so impressive. There's so much, so much jammed into so little space. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's really, it's really something, something else. And then you have Ten. all the dog, the dog monsters in Snowden. <laughs> they're they're adorable. Like petting the lesser dog to spare it is one of the greatest memes I've ever. <laughs> it's just so good. 
you just keep petting it and it's like head extends forever and then it comes off the other side of the screen you're just like (laughs) oh my god how did one person make this uh so toby fox did the writing and the music uh there was another person who worked on the game a uh an artist temi chang ah Uh, okay which, funny enough, is one of the, like, meme characters in the game named Temi. And they have, like, a whole... It's basically, like, a a dog-type thing, but it's, like, a, a really, really doofy... Like, intentionally <laughs> goofy and doofy character. I don't know if you encountered Temi in your run. It sounds so familiar. Isn't there a town of Temis? There is a whole town of Temis, and they are just these, like... Basically, they... Imagine a dog with, like, ditto face... I watched a video of them. Actually, yeah, I know, uh, I know what they. Are. I don't remember if I encountered them at all. I, I didn't go to the village. I remember that because my girlfriend said, uh, "Oh, you didn't get to see the Temmies." I was like, "Oh, let's look them up." <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> yeah, we." That would have been nice. So, so good, so good. And then you have like the deep lore of this character named uh, W. D. Gaster, who used to be the royal scientist before Alphys took over. Apparently, Gaster was this uh scientist who basically did these crazy unhinged experiments and he ended up being shattered through space and time as a result of one of his experiments and there are literally like hundreds of hours of fan theories online (laughs) as to who this character is because you only like get a quick glimpse of him and you're able to like read into like some of his uh experiments and it's like a whole thing and he like who is wd gaster what is his relation to any of the characters like it is a whole situation huh i will say though my favorite aspect of this entire game you know the writing is great the characters are great everything the music stands out so much like the music is so incredibly just well done uh toby fox is truly like a genius I think is like maybe not even enough praise <laughs> because his his use of leitmotif in in music where you know he'll have like a little jingle and then like you'll hear that jingle again throughout different songs at the end uh and by the end of the game you've heard like six or seven different jingles and they all come together in different songs and you just get like waves of like oh my god <laughs> Like, how did you feel when you were walking through the end of the game right before Sands and you have, like, that, like, little guitar song as you're walking through? It's like the ding, 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 ding. Like, I don't know. I had chills when that happened. (laughs) Is that only... When you're walking through, like, the gray house. I... Before you fight Sands? Yes. Or maybe it's right f- after Sands, or uh, before you get encounter Sands. Like you, like you encounter Sands even in the pacifist run, uh, in that like church lit room. At the very end of the game. Yeah. I didn't fight him. I fought. Oh um, no, no! You, you, you don't necessarily. You talk to him though, right? Like Sands is chilling, waiting for you at the end. I. Is that when you go to the coffee house? This is. literally right before asgore like within like five to ten minutes before fighting asgore oh i think i know what you're talking and then he like walks (sighs) maybe i don't know what you're talking about 
I don't remember. I'm sorry, I got nothing for you. It's been a whole waste but, of time. No, it's all good. It's all good. Whole waste of an episode. This is, this is it. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, do you have a favorite song from this uh, this game? I can't give you one off the top of my head, only because I really would need to listen to the entire OST, you know, and, and pick one and be like, oh, because you're right, there are like little jingles and uh, variations and such, like peppered into different songs, and uh, I just remember liking all of it so much, but, you know, so much is happening in the game. It, it, it's crazy because I love music so much, but sometimes it doesn't stick with me in video right. games because so much else is going on. Um, I'm focused on the, on the action more. Um, but the fact that the music in this game is so good, and it's a game, like, whenever a game has great music, that's just so, so just classy. I feel like really good quality for a game. And, uh, yeah, so by next episode, I will have listened to the soundtrack. And uh, I'll give you, I feel like there's always one thing that we say we're going to do next episode, and then it's completely forgotten about. <laughs> so <laughs> this week, I will listen to the, the OST and... Uh, let you know what my favorite song was how about you my favorite song is probably uh, there's so many songs so many songs uh i i really 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 love the the sound the song of just like walking through i think it's just called undertale um Mm. and it's it's just like a guitar version of undertale an acoustic version i do love Asriel's theme, which is uh, called "Hopes and Dreams," it is such an incredible song. It 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 basically it just it basically builds on the Undertale theme and then just like goes in like a hundred times harder. Hmm. And then there's uh, it "Hopes and Dreams" goes into a song called "Save the World," and uh, his theme, and it's just like I always feel like just insanely hyped whenever i listen to it also uh you know megalovania which is sans's boss theme is just incredible i mean one of maybe that song might be the best song in the last 10 years in a video game Ooh. i don't i don't think that's like overstating it either i think that's just it's just that good straight up that good wow i'm excited to listen to or re-listen, rather, to all this. A, a fun little bit regarding uh, Megalovania, though. So when you fight Sans, there is like a 1 in 10 chance that a different song plays. And <laughs> the title of that song is straight up just called The Song That Might Play When You Fight Sans. <laughs> <laughs> like, Toby, you didn't have to do that, but wow. <laughs> here you go doing that. That's insane. I love stuff like that. Wow, are you kidding me? It like it's so funny, so funny. Like totally unnecessary, but totally just so perfect in every way. Yeah, a game like this can pull that off because everything else is so good. So that just makes it even better. I love everything about this game. <laughs> so good. Wow. Now this I... is. Oh, go ahead. So there's also. So the thing about Undertale, because it was so good and because um, it's basically Tumblr's favorite game of all time, <laughs> I will say probably 15 plus uh, alternate universes that fans have created. 
where they've basically taken like the the IP of Undertale and then they've like done a different thing about it. There, there's so many different alternate universes, which is so funny to me. Uh, in, some of them are just including, uh, let's see, there's like 55 different versions of Sans, but there's Glitch Tale, there's Hellverse, there's Horror Tale, Reaper Tale, Underswap, Underfell, Undertale Yellow, Underwar, Xenotale, and they all have like different versions of the story and different art of the characters. Like the character art's insane for these alternate universes. Hmm. But the only alternate universe that I'm personally interested in is <laughs> Deltarune, which is, it's not technically a sequel. It is technically its own game, but it, I mean, it has all the same characters as Undertale, so you could call it an alternate universe. And Deltarune in and of itself is an anagram of Undertale. So, I mean, pretty good stuff. I We won't huh. go into Deltarune too much, but it is an episodic video game that Toby has been releasing over the last three years. Chapter 2 just released a month ago. And all I'm going to say is it's incredible. If you like Undertale, you're going to absolutely love Deltarune. Uh, it has a little bit less heat on the... Uh, like killing and sparing of enemies like that's still a function of the game but it has less of an impact on like the final story hmm okay which is pretty solid yeah and, yeah. and the music the music's also 10 out of 10 wow yeah i want to play those i haven't played the first one yet but when i heard about it i thought wow that is so nice that that's there that's kind of like when uh el camino came out for breaking bad fans we're like mm-hmm. wait a minute are you kidding me like there's a little more. There's a little right. more. Exactly. Is there anything else that you wanted to add about th- about this game? Um. I, you know what? I want to talk about the the fighting a little bit. Because okay. The fighting. The fighting is really really cool. So basically, the way fights work is you can either choose to uh, fight to do damage or act to uh, work towards sparing these enemies. But when the enemies have their turn to attack, that's when the fighting really shines. Because you end up as a little heart in a box. And you can free move in the box. And basically your job is to avoid any projectiles that are going to be coming at you. And each enemy has unique uh, projectile attacks. And they can even change the way your heart works in some of the battles. And I thought the way that it was done was just really really creative and I, I thought it was a, a good job what was uh your experience with the battle system no i loved it i absolutely loved it 10 out of 10 um so much better than hitting attack or magic pick one you know i think that's why and i've been thinking about this game a lot lately um not to sidetrack too much but paper mario just like the the action commands that that just really is above and beyond in this game like they just did it so right with the way that the box extends sometimes or the way you have to change the color of your heart in certain fights just to not get hit by certain colored you know uh projectiles or bars or anything and just all the they were so so creative with all of that and just any kind of shmup fan would be like oh this is this is pretty sick right now, and um, I love that. I love the combat system. Uh, my favorite fight, 
uh, in the game when it comes to, like, the mechanics of the fight and the evasion. Uh, I think my favorite fight was against Metaton, when you are basically, your heart is flipped upside down and it turns into, like, a, a ship that fires a bullet. <laughs> and you can fire bullets at the projectiles that are coming down at you. I had so much fun with that, you know, being able to defend yourself within the defending yourself phase yeah. uh, was a lot of fun. And the spider fight was really cool, too. You're basically, instead of being able to free move around this box, you're stuck on three spider threads. And you have to basically jump from thread to thread to avoid damage. <sighs> so good. I loved both of those fights. So memorable. Very, very fun. Even like Even, like, the Undyne fight, which basically gave you, like, a shield to work with and shrunk your box so your heart doesn't actually move. <laughs> was super creative like all of the boss fights are so creative and just man just every there's this is not a bad thing to say about the game there there here we go here we go there almost isn't but uh-oh but the the this is the smallest so this is not even a big deal but i will say towards the end of the game and i probably played i think it took me like six and a half hours to beat and i played the last hour and a half last week i want to say and i did fight both of those fights that we just talked about and um i will say towards the end in in the game a little bit too and maybe you can past this if you don't talk to everything i didn't talk to like everything but especially like towards the end you yeah. get to a point where you're just like in this zone and you're like all right the time is coming like the final fight you know you're just like getting in the zone and then the characters just like will not stop talking to you and like they, he's definitely doing it on purpose with like right. the dialogue and how like but <laughs> but even though it's on purpose and like supposed to take you out of the zone and like be annoying like that's like the one part of the game where i'm just like all right come on you know like almost too far just like let, let me let me have like this i don't know but that's what the game is you know what i mean right so i i wouldn't say it's a, if we're talking like 10 out of 10 it's probably like the closest thing to it and like a nine point whatever you know 9.9 but like i can't say that there was no little it's, it, one line of dialogue me. ruined it all <laughs> it didn't ruin it but like <laughs> if we're talking about a hundred percent of good versus that i have any bad emotions towards the game while playing it i will say like there were there were a couple times where it was just like uh it's a little annoying but but still a plus we won't get into the logistics it's fair that's fair uh you know what? There's there's one more thing that I think you should know because I don't know if you knew this, but if you play the game, you beat the game, and you start a new game, uh, specifically, like, say you played the game the way you did, and then you're like, all right, I, now I want to do a pacifist route hmm. where, like, I spare everybody. So Flowey, the character at the beginning of the game, uh, he pops up at both the beginning and the end of the game. And it's crazy because you can do the pacifist run after doing like a, a non-pacifist run, and he'll be like, "Yeah, you may have spared everybody this time, but we know what you did before. We that know this crazy. what you're actually capable of." And like he's like super messing with you and stuff like that. <laughs> so, it the game like they really thought of everything. That's crazy. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's so good. Wow. I can't stress the quality of the game with stuff like that enough. Like, that is... I don't know. Not not being mean. Not trying to bring it full circle, but, like... Would Nintendo ever do something like that? Like, would they ever, <laughs> like, remember a prior save file? It, it's just like, nope, new Absolutely game, here not. you are. No, it's just like, here Absolutely you go, first not. start. Everything's fair for everybody. Everything's neutral all the time. It's just like, no, Undertale, <laughs> we're a badass game, and we're going to let you know. We're going to let you know that we're willing to take it this far, and and that's why the game is so good, because it takes it that far so consistently with different things. And what are your guys' thoughts on Undertale? Please let us know in the comments if you're on YouTube or if you're on Twitter. Uh, that'd be great. We'd love to hear what your thoughts are. It's a, it's a phenomenal game, and there's a lot of people with a lot of thoughts about it. So I I think what we should do is tip the hat to Toby Fox. Tip it to Toby and Temmy, baby. Two, Toby two. and Temmy, baby. We get that double tip going. Dude, double tip, double T, nothing but love. Also, another another small tip of the hat to my boy Chalupa for continuing to be adorable. Uh, just, just really, just putting in the work, Chalupa. Proud of you, man. <laughs> Chalupa is Bill's cat. Yes, Chalupa is is uh, my sweet little baby boy. <laughs> and uh, one more tip of the hat. This is a huge tip of the hat. Largest tip of the hat that I can possibly think of. Last weekend was the stacked game marathon. It was a 66-hour straight, non-stop, gaming, speed-running, good-times-type marathon for charity. We worked with Stream for a Cause, and we raised over $13,000. And I I couldn't be more, more happy and proud to be working with a, a phenomenal group of people like this. You know, tip of the hat to everybody involved in the planning everybody who showed up during the stream, everybody who donated, just tip of the hats all around. The whole weekend went about as smoothly as you could have possibly asked, and everybody had a phenomenal time. It was just it was just a great, great time, and hey, I set a PB for Banjo-Kazooie, baby. Dude, that's odd. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. I knew, I knew how it went, but I didn't know you sent a PB on top of it. Wow, that's, uh, that's just the cherry on top, isn't it? W's across the board. Wow. Wow, yeah, congratulations on a really good event. That's, uh, I love stuff like that. It's very heartwarming, and it's, uh, just nice to know that people, you know, enjoy games and also enjoy helping out others in need, and, uh, very good vibes all around. We love that. And, uh, yeah, dubs all around, right? That's, that's a big win. We take those for sure. Any tips of the the hat from you, Tony? Um, I got some written down, but they're not not as good as that. I mean, this is my friend hooked me up with a sealed copy of Phineas and Ferb for the Wii U. I mean, that's oh, cool, hell but yeah. the, but that's you know nothing next to your cool tips. Let's just move on. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> let's do some let, let's hit my specialty let's do some wags all right we could do some wags uh you want to start you want to kick us off um i actually don't have too much for that either honestly i think the the one thing that i'm a little upset about is the um the nintendo switch online crisis that was that was my wag as well the uh not even the prices it's just 
the fact that it's kind of a mess this rollout the 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 input lag and just the shoddy online in general you know charging people thirty dollars on top of the twenty dollars they're already paying for it's a like, suboptimal experience it's like what are you doing nintendo yeah that that that's really awful that price is so so high for what it, you're getting it, it gets worse re- every time i think about it yeah I, I have that written down nso price getting madder <laughs> getting madder like, damn you nintendo this is why i'm gonna hit them with a preemptive wag of the finger <laughs> because tomorrow super mario party superstars mario party superstars there's no super <laughs> at the front he's always super it's always super mario party superstars is going to get a wag of the finger from me right now for inevitably messing something up because Nintendo is going to follow the 90-10 rule. There's going to be something stupid about the game that just does not work or just is wrong for some reason. And I don't know what it is yet. We're not sure what it's going to be, but it's going to be something. And when we talk about whatever game we're talking about next week, I'm sure I'll be coming in hot and hot and ready. Everyone looks forward to hearing your your heat fire especially fire. me especially me because i i love wags i love uh you know I, the, the truth it's your is your favorite truth favorite is, segment of the whole show <laughs> you know a, a, as an undertale-esque um little route I'm, I'm going to take right now let me get very honest with everyone and say i don't enjoy the wagging it, it, it's not something that i really am happy to to do um if there were no wags that would be ideal in a perfect would, world yeah but but is there light without darkness you know is there darkness without light so it's like maybe there needs to be a couple way uh, maybe another medium just like the route that i took right <laughs> um maybe but there that should world just be, be like laws world might be boring you know yeah maybe just less wags how about all the things we wag the fingers about how about we just you want to those spin things it into to stop a happening no, I just want the, that shit to stop happening. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like Nintendo, about... get get your act together and just make your servers good. How hard is it? How much not money? Not hard. You know, the, I get mad at companies for like not paying their workers and not doing certain things, like, like not doing their at... job the right way. This is Nintendo. Like, come on. Literally, look you... at like look at how many indie games just have good online support. Indie games, like. Come on. Like when like when Fortnite first came out, it's not like like they weren't big like Nintendo and everything. It's like Fortnite was an indie game and people lost their minds. Rocket League's another one. You know, they have good online support though. Nintendo, you are one of the three biggest video game companies on the planet, my guys. Internet's important, boys. <laughs> fix it. <laughs> Please fix it. Please. I'm tipping my hat for you. You're pushing it. Fine. It was actually a secret wag of the finger. <clears throat> Got him. You have any other wags of the finger, Tony? Mm, nah. I have it. I <laughs> I have the the price of Nintendo Switch Online somehow tying into the Sword and Shield expansion pass. <laughs> but we'll... Uh, I'll leave it at that, because that's, that's a whole nother episode now, isn't it? <laughs> we, oh man, we really can do a whole episode on that. Hey, Tony, what video games have you been playing this week? Dude. Besides, besides Undertale. 
besides Undertale. A couple, uh, I've mostly been working on collecting, but um, games I've enjoyed this week. I actually played Mario Party 3 again uh, with nice. a buddy, a couple buddies of mine. And, um, yeah, I, that game is so good. Granted, I asked for Chip Shot Challenge every four-player minigame. Didn't get it. Didn't even appear for like 18 games, and then when it finally did, didn't land on it, and then it was gone. Um, but that was fun, and also, if you're looking for a fun game to play with some friends, if you have exactly three friends and yourself playing video games, Mario Strikers for the Nintendo GameCube. You can play Ooh. 2v2 soccer. Dude, I suggested it a couple weeks ago. We only had three people total. This week, they're like, oh, everyone's here. Why, you, you said that. Why, why don't we try it? And I was like, oh, I completely forgot that I even said that. And now I'm just taking all the credit for it. But I had completely forgotten about it. So if my friend didn't say it, we wouldn't have played it. One didn't want to play it. The second we played it, after like two games, everyone in the room was just like, never been more in on like any game. We were like, oh, this is the bet that we like have to keep playing like endlessly. It was a oh great feeling. Great That's night. Awesome. and. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, Mario Striker is definitely a good experience. And next game night, it's now in the in the rotation of Monkey Ball 2 and Melee and sometimes Castle Crashers when we get it to work and not glitch. Thank you, Nintendo Switch, right of the finger. What have you been playing, bro? <laughs> oh, man, what have I been playing? So, on my Twitch channel, I've been playing a little Super Mario RPG. Um, I'm actually just about to enter the final area so it's it's been a really fun time i actually was able to meet a, a dev who's been working on a super mario rpg randomizer the other day so that was a lot of fun wow uh, and i just started a new let's play on my youtube channel uh of pokemon ultra sun oh that's and awesome I, i've never played ultra sun before and i've played basically all the other pokemon games on the channel so i figured why not play ultra sun and uh throw it up on the youtubes there and you know so far i only have one episode up but it's been a lot of fun playing it it's been fun getting back into the swing of let's plays and uh <laughs> outside of that i you know i like i said i set a pb for banjo kazooie during the the stack game marathon and i've been playing a little more uh ace attorney great ace attorney so doing a little bit of gaming that's awesome. Great Ace Attorney is at the... That's not the Switch one, is it? That is the Switch one. The Great Ace oh, Attorney awesome. Chronicles. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's it's like a prequel to uh, Ace Attorney. You're basically playing as like Phoenix Wright's ancestor from like 100 years prior. That's sick. It's really good. If, if you're an Ace Attorney fan, I highly recommend it. Well, game I've always wanted to get into, but just... Uh... I think I played Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright, and I was like, oh, this is just not going the way I want it to go. I, I, I didn't Sto know this story was going to be this bad. Story time. Can we can we story time this real quick? Oh, oh yeah. So, so uh, back when I used to live back in uh, Connecticut, right near Tony, uh, I lent him a game, Phoenix Wright versus Professor Layton, and on my recommendation, I loved the game. I thought it was awesome. I played through it over the course of, like, two weeks, and I was like, dude, you got to play it. It's a 3DS <laughs> game. Uh, I gave it to him to play it, and then, like, I I talked to him, like, a month later. I was like, hey, man, what did you think of the game? And he's like, I, I played it for, like, five minutes and hated it. <laughs> 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 Me? 
and <laughs> that's when I knew that Tony hates every video game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the video game's not for me, Bill, but, you know, the fact that it makes you happy is good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Planting the seed, my boy. <laughs> it was in that moment. I'm like, we need to make a podcast together. <laughs> oh, they referenced it in that episode like 50 chapters ago. That's nuts. Like 300 chapters ago. That's nuts. <laughs> oh, man. So so that's why Tony will never play an Ace Attorney game. I may give it another shot one day. Ooh. But not that one. Yeah, no, I would I would actually start with like either one of the originals. Probably the like the original is like the best way to go, I think. Okay, okay. But, yeah. I'm always looking to fight some crime. So I play yeah. GTA. I mean, listen, if Snoop Dogg is leaking it, then you know I gotta play it. <laughs> you know what? Actually, nothing to do with Snoop Dogg. Um as well. Maybe a little bit. As we're wrapping up, let me ask yeah. you this. Yeah. You have you played there's a thinker, there's an Undertale episode, this is what we gotta do. Yeah. You have you played GTA five or any GTA? Uh I've played GTA five. I haven't beaten the story, but I've just you know, I I played GTA my own way. Just okay. running around doing stuff. Stuff. Now let me let me hit you with Earlier, you said you couldn't bring yourself to kill anything. You've played Undertale twice, right? All the way through, and you took the pacifist route both times. Didn't hurt Correct. a little soul. Not a single baby hair on a single baby's head. Is that how you play GTA? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> in, in fact, one of my fondest memories of Grand Theft Auto is playing uh, Grand Theft Auto 3 at my cousin's house growing up we would take turns uh we would pop on all of the cheat codes get all the weapons and then we would just rocket launcher people in the city (laughs) and you know you just had to pass the controller when you died or got arrested and that's how you play multiplayer grand theft auto as a child (laughs) you just try to rocket launch or sniper as many people as you possibly could without dying you don't feel bad for them absolutely not (laughs) there's that you know what that's just a credit to toby fox for writing these characters into a lovable light whereas in grand theft auto 3 they're just like random dudes that say like hey asshole move out of the way (laughs) like they're all like way too angry and aggressive at a baseline so it's like i don't really feel that bad like that that npc (laughs) deserves a rocket launcher to the face for sure Oh, the game is called Undertale. (laughs) But also, in my defense, there's really no consequences to murdering 1,000 people in Grand Theft Auto. Whereas, you slap a training dummy the wrong way in Undertale and the whole run's ruined! (laughs) Are we talking about games? Are we talking about life? Or is there a difference? You know what? We don't know. Science is still out on that games of our lives podcast we We want to thank you (laughs) we want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of the games of our lives podcast if you want to listen to us on other platforms we are available on spotify apple youtube and anywhere you find podcasts we're also on twitter at games of our pod and 
Instagram at Games of Our Pod. You can find Tony at The Poker Rapper, both on Instagram and on TikTok. And you can find myself, Bill, at Bill the Fajita on Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, and YouTube. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, Tony, send us off. Thanks so much for listening to the Games of Our Lives podcast. I'm Tony, alongside Bill. Stay up. <laughs>